having a lovely afternoon. Thank you very much for joining the program. It's been over a year since it was announced that Adelaide would be the place where Australia's future Navy ships and submarines will be built. It followed a two-year campaign by the state government and local defence industry businesses. Now, the Australian-made defence campaign was pitched on the basis that Australia would be the best served by developing its own industry's ability to supply ships, vehicles and even boots for the defence forces. So what happens now? We know that the French company DCNS won the rights to be the designer and builder of the submarines based right here in Adelaide, which is great news. But what about the rest of it? There are frigates and smaller vessels called offshore patrol vessels with the promise of more than 5,000 jobs in the pipeline. When will we see this happening? When could you start applying for jobs? My guests today are Margot Forster and also Anthony Buda. Now, Margot runs the Defence Teaming Centre, which represents all the local companies and industry players involved in the defence area. And Anthony owns a small shipbuilding company in Port Adelaide called MG Engineering. Guys, thanks so much for joining the program. Margot, I want to start with you. You're an ex-Navy, aren't you? Hi, Jade. Thanks very much for having me in here today. Mm, no worries. Uh, yes, I did spend some time in the Navy, mm. um, also a short amount of time in the Army Reserve, and also I served in the Air Force. Yeah, wow. How was that? It was really good. A great opportunity to, to understand how the whole Defence Force works. How many years did you serve? Mm, nearly 36 years. Goodness me. And highlight? Highlight. Oh, too many. Yeah. Too many to... To, um, to name one. So how did you get involved in your role now? Well, um, after 36 years mm. and a long-suffering family and a wonderful <laughs> husband, I finally decided that it was time to retire and stop dragging them around the country. Yeah, sure. How many moves? Oh, probably 13 or 14 moves. Goodness me. So, and lots of schools. But, yeah. Um, You've settled. I've settled. I've settled. And taking over the role as the CEO of the Defence Teaming Centre gave me an opportunity to continue to be involved and continue to serve the nation by making sure that industry was well supported mm. to give our uh, airmen, sailors and soldiers the equipment that they needed. And was it important for you, to, you know, after spending so many years in the service to to stay and be a part of it? Because I guess you'd, you'd never leave, would you? I, I hear that when you talk to ex-servicemen and women, that it is forever a part of you. And, you know, when you do, time comes to look for another job, you, you do tend to go back to what you know and has been such a big part of your life. You're right, Jade. It has been such an immense um, part of my life. The yeah. thought of having no involvement at all yeah. is, um, well, I, I just didn't want that. And so I was so lucky when this job came up that I was able to continue. It's certainly an exciting role and a big one. We just touched on a lot going on in and around the state at the moment. Can we start with something basic, though? What is an offshore patrol vessel and what's a frigate? Right. An offshore patrol vessel, or OPV, mm -hmm. is actually a new type of vessel for the Royal Australian Navy. It's going to replace the one that they have at the moment called the Armadale Patrol Vessel. Now, the new OPV is going to be slightly bigger, so they'll be able to operate further afield in Southeast Asia and the South Pacific if they're needed. Mm -hmm. 
They'll predominantly be used in our territorial waters, though, doing things like border protection, maritime resource protection and anti-piracy operations. So rather than combat, the offshore patrol vessels are the smaller of the two new types of ships to be built here in Adelaide. And they're likely to be between 60 and 105 metres in length. Yeah, wow. And they're large enough to support a helicopter. Goodness me. And they haven't in the past? Is that an important part of of these vessels moving forward and, and, you know, protecting the borders? Well, it definitely is important that they can um, be involved in helicopter operations. Yeah, sure. Now, the frigate. The frigates are very much the workforce, workhorse of the, the Navy. Mm-hmm. Our new frigates will be significantly larger than the OPVs, and these are replacing the Anzac-class frigates. Now, the current frigates we have are used for multiple roles. They get involved in air defence, anti-submarine warfare, surveillance, reconnaissance and interception. They get involved in anti-piracy, uh, trying to um, to intercept drugs and people smugglers. They are also in- involved in humanitarian purposes, you know, disaster relief and, and bringing in supplies when they're needed. Mm-hmm. But the new frigates will be versatile, but they're going to specialise in the anti-submarine warfare role. Now, they're going to be slightly faster than the new OPVs and they'll have a much longer range as well. They're going to be used for operations further offshore, generally a higher tempo, and they're going to be higher risk tasks. Okay. Now, the frigates um, will be more capable because of that and they're going to have very capable radars, sonars and weaponry and be able to operate independently or as part of a larger task group. So how do they compare to the ships being built here now, you know, such as the the air warfare destroyer? Okay, both are equally as complex, but the new frigate will be more modern. As the name suggests, the air warfare destroyer's primary role is to protect provide air defence. Mm-hmm. The systems and weapons on board are used to defend other ships they are travelling with, as well as provide air support and defence to the troops on the ground. Now, the air warfare destroyers will also be highly capable of defending themselves with their modern sonar systems, decoys, surface launch torpedoes, an array of effective weapon systems to protect them close in, as well as being able to project, uh, project um, long-range missiles and um, naval guns capable of firing you know, a long distance. So the OPVs, together with the frigates and the air warfare destroyers, they all have a slightly different purpose and role to play. But they come together as um, part of the naval task force along with submarines Mm -hmm. and their role is to defend the really high value assets like the Navy's amphibious assault ship because this ship has 400 crew and a thousand and it can embark a thousand troops their vehicles weapons and supplies so it's really important to have um, the ability to protect all of those people and assets we are talking with margot forster 
from the Defence Teaming Centre and also I've got Anthony Pudar in the studio as well. Anthony has just won a $5 million contract to build vessels for New Zealand, which is a huge coup for a South Australian company. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Here's another still shop Paynham and Prospect Magic Moments. 12 months interest free on the world's best brands now. Conditions apply. Oh, Trent gave again for goal. He's got oh. another one, Dingo. He's got the aeroplane as he slipped to the ground. Oh, Jackson Trengove, you are on fight. Now that's magic. 1395, Adelaide's 5AA. Glegmores is Australia's number one vitamin brand. And for a limited time, National Pharmacies members save 50% off the entire range of Blackmore's vitamins. Simply show your National Pharmacies card at any store for 50% off the entire Blackmore's range until May 16 or while stocks last. IRI Market Edge, Vitamin and Dietary Supplement, Australia Grocery Pharmacy, Estimated Local Demand Sales, Matt 2011-2016. Dentures Direct. They fix dentures. Anything and everything to do with dentures. And Dentures Direct are the real experts. They've been in the game now for over 40 years. That's a long time. They've got 18 locations, plus a mobile service, so they're never too far away. And if you can't get to them, they'll come to you. So call Rose or any of the Dentures Direct team. Their telephone number, 8357 5555. That's 8357 5555. Dentures Direct. We fix denture problems. An inviting world of wonder awaits your arrival on Golden Princess, cruising from Adelaide to New Zealand. Once you're aboard, you'll find an array of ways to renew body and soul over 18 amazing nights, cruising from Adelaide and exploring New Zealand fjordlands, Dunedin, Wellington, Taronga, Auckland and more. This cruise departs January 2019 from $3,299 per person. It will sell out. So contact Phil Hop and Travel today. PHT. It's a magic number. 1090. We love 1090. Call into the Albion Hotel Monday to Saturday for an unbeatable $10.90 lunchtime meal. From just $10.90, choose from 10 sensational meals, all with free salad and vegetable bar included. 1090 makes me happy. $10.90 lunchtime meals Monday to Saturday, only at the Albion Hotel. You just know it's a Barreau Hotel. G'day, Keith Conlon here. If you're anything like me and want to take stunning photos on your holidays, then do what I do and see the photography experts. That's Diamonds Cameras, of course. Whether it's wild landscapes or famous landmarks, you'll capture them perfectly with a Nikon Coolpix Compact Camera. Or for something more powerful, maybe try a Nikon Digital SLR. From the Grand Canyon to a holiday with the grandkids, trust the well-travelled team at Diamonds Cameras, 165 Rundle Street in the city. That's your best shot. CMAX requires healthy males and females of non-childbearing potential aged 60 to 79 years to participate in an investigational vaccine clinical drug study. The study involves up to 11 visits and 9 phone calls over a 13-month period. CMAX is located in a brand-new purpose-built clinical trial facility located at Level 5, 18A North Terrace. Participants will be paid for their time. If you are a healthy male and interested in participating, call CMAX on 1800 150 433. Hi, I'm Lane Beachley. Cartridges for Planet Ark just had its biggest year ever. On average, 13,500 printer cartridges were collected every working day. 
and they were all turned into useful things like pens, garden beds, even road surfaces. So thanks to everyone who recycled from home, work or school. To make the coming year even bigger, check out cartridges.planetarc.org. Just 30 minutes south of the city is Southern Volkswagen, your Volkswagen store. Southern Volkswagen, Main South Road, Ranella. This is Jade Robran. Good afternoon. It is 10 minutes to 2 o'clock and you're chatting with Jade Robran. And in studio with me now, I'm joined by Margot Forster and also Anthony Bradart, who owns a local engineering company called MG Engineering. His company has just won a $5 million contract to build vessels for New Zealand. Big submarines. Congratulations, Anthony. That's fantastic. What does it mean? What's involved? Well, thank you very much. Uh, it's uh, We've actually won a... It's a one-off trawler that mm-hmm. we've been awarded. It's to build a 20... It's a 24-metre vessel, which is uh, oh, made wow. of steel and uh, aluminium superstructure. And the contract, uh, the boat on completion will... Uh, be fishing off uh, New Zealand, so in the shores of New Zealand. So it's uh, effectively it's an export, uh, which was, you know, it was a great achievement to be able to to build something here in Australia and uh, ship it overseas. How intense is that bidding process? Uh, it was um, it was a selected uh, number of bidders. Yeah. Um, our company, obviously, MG Engineering, has uh, previous experience in commercial shipbuilding and the building of these specific uh, prawn trawlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had some competition from within New Zealand, and um, look, there's a, a massive uh, supply or massive de- a massive demand uh, for these types of vessels in New Zealand. This gave us the opportunity uh, to open up the market here in South Australia and we have uh, yeah, only just recently signed the contract last week. So Great it news. A, it was good considering, uh, you know, just the amount of opportunities around and coming up to the fence work, which hasn't started yet, which starts in about 12 months' time. Mm. The timing of the contract was, uh, was very good for us. So will it create many jobs here in SA? The project itself will create uh, 40 new jobs, uh, 15 jobs directly within our company Mm -hmm. and another 25 within our supply chain. Uh, Our supply chain consists of electricians, hydraulic fitters, painters, etc. We're generally project managing the job and building the steel structure, uh, but we do bring contractors in to help um, finish the product off. Yeah, that's great news. What are your plans to get, you know, some some work out of the Navy shipbuilding program? Well, we previously we've built done quite a bit of work on the air warfare destroyers. Uh, we built the ships masts. Um, so the three destroyers that are currently the two that are built and on the water. One that's currently the third one's currently in construction and being completed. Mm. We supplied all three masts at our facility in Port Adelaide. And because we're based in the river, we're able to ship these masts uh, via the Port River to uh, Techport, which has a ship lift. And from there, ASC was able to assemble these masts onto the ship. So the masts, well, I'm sure a lot of people have seen the masts. It's, it's the most recognisable uh, part of the boat. Mm. Uh, it huge. was, yeah, it was huge. <laughs> it was huge. It, uh, 
it was a project uh, which we completed about two two and a half years ago. Uh, we have that capability now, obviously, in-house with doing naval shipbuilding work, and that's something we'd really like to expand on. Uh, the up-and-coming work, the frigates, the offshore patrol vessels, uh, that is work that we definitely want to participate in. Mm. And through through naval work, defence work, and commercial shipbuilding, mm. as I discussed before, this project for New Zealand, the opportunities for MG Engineering are huge, and also for the state. Because regarding the number of employees we're putting on, we're pretty much putting on uh, times two and a half through our supply chain. Yeah, so right. So there's an opportunity there for hundreds of new jobs to be created. And what kind of jobs are we talking about? You touched well, on we're, some we're for talking, the yeah, we're talking other tr- boat. Trades. Cooler. Trades. Yeah. Uh, obviously, boiler maker welders through our uh, business. But we're talking about other trades, uh, painters, uh, electricians, uh, engineers, of course. Uh, there's... Uh, there's a whole host of different types of services that go into this uh, construction of of ships. And where do you find these people? Is it important for you to employ South Australians? It is. That's the priority, to employ South Australians. Uh, obviously, now there, there has been some people that, that have come off the uh, AWD projects, mm. uh, so we'd definitely be looking at those types, uh, as well as training people who haven't done this work before, taking on apprentices... Taking on other, taking on skilled people and people who perhaps may not quite have the skills, mm. but um, being able to bring them up to shipbuilding standards. Margot, if there you know are going to be an extra five thousand jobs involved in this industry, which is incredible news, it's so good for the state. Where do we find those skilled workers? Well, I think what we need to recognise is that here in Australia we actually have a really good base on which to start. Mm. Um, the And we don't need all 5,000 skilled workers immediately. There will be a ramp up. But it will be a challenge that we have to face as a, na- as a nation. This workforce is going to have to come from around Australia. We've got uh, a great education system and We've had many shipbuilding companies come to Australia, come to Adelaide and have commented on what great education facilities we have here as well. So I'm quite confident we will have the time and the capacity to find this workforce and skill it. We, what we really need to do is make sure we understand what the skill gap is mm. and then we need to make sure that our education um, and skilling facilities are providing the right courses for people. And because we're looking at this workforce being need to be in place for decades, we need to actually make sure that uh, our children, their parents, their teachers, all understand the opportunities that are here for this workforce, for this shipbuilding program, and um, make sure that they're, they're keen to be involved it must be a huge undertaking to, you know, the business of designing and building submarines. You'd, you'd both be able to to answer this. How many years is it in, in planning and then to get to the building stage? How long does that take? Oh, look, I believe many years. Yeah. I believe it's already been in the planning now. These submarines, something like 10 years already. Don't quote me on that, but that's mm. it feels that long. Mm. Uh, well, in fact, the um, the Australian customised design 
that DCNS will be producing for us is, mm-hmm. is going to take Which is the French company, isn't the it? The French company, yes. yes. It's going to take about five years to adapt the design to one that suits our conditions. And then when it comes to building it, it's going to take between um, another six to eight years to build it. And then when it's built, the Navy has to do trials to make sure that it's fit for purpose. So from the very beginning of cutting the steel through to having the fully operational submarine is about a 10-year endeavour. Wow. It's a really, really complex piece of equipment. If I can give you a couple of analogies. For example, there are 5,000 parts in a car. And there's about 15,000 parts in a tank. There's about 100,000 parts in a Boeing 777. But the submarines that DCNS are building at the moment back in France have got over a million components. Wow, that sounds like a huge it's like Yeah, it's like <laughs> building Cape Canaveral inside a mini city that's travelling underwater. Right. Pretty complex. That is super complex. Goodness me. So what's the role of the French company DCNS and how do they engage with you know, local businesses around town such as you know yourself, Anthony, MG Engineering? A lot of trips over to France? Uh, no, there's uh, many briefings that they host here in uh, Adelaide which is organised through the Fence Teaming Centre. Mm-hmm. So... All South Australian companies have the opportunity to um, investigate this and, and explore the opportunities uh, that, they, that there may be for them through these projects. Have you been to the shipyards in France? I have, yeah. yes. Fascinating. Uh, because you need to remember, France has been building submarines since 1899. So they have a long history in, in this Endeavor, mm. And when you go to the shipyard, you can see this history alongside of the high tech that's required to build the submarines of today. Um, it's also really interesting to see the techniques that the French use where they rotate the sections of submarines through 90 degrees so that the technicians can actually work on fitting out the submarine components standing up. It just makes for a much better working environment. Anthony, thank you very much for your time. Good luck. You've got a busy couple of years ahead of you, I'm guessing. Yes, well, combining commercial shipbuilding with defence shipbuilding, uh, there's definitely going to be busy. Yeah, not going anywhere for a while. And we need support of local business, government, to make this all work because we're talking about uh, hundreds of jobs here as well. And if anyone's listening and wants to perhaps put their name forward, do they contact you at MD Engineering or how can they get involved? The best way is to register interest on our website. Great. Anthony, thank you very much for your time. Margot, thank you. very interesting chat as well. Appreciate it. You're a busy lady as well. Stay with us because after the break, we are going to have the Health Minister join us to talk about the Royal Adelaide Hospital. And if you've got any questions at all, he'll be in studio and happy to talk to you about them. The number 8223 0000. You're listening to Adelaide's 5AA.